people of the world, welcome to class. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Kautzman. Today on episode 118 of Marketing as a Foreign Language, LinkedIn accidentally, oops, overcharged 418,000 customers. Good times, LinkedIn. Facebook debuts vanish mode as if that weren't a thing only for Snapchat. Should you buy Google and Facebook stock now? I don't know. March seemed like a pretty good time to buy now, really. Twitter labels 300,000 tweets during the election. Did it make a difference? YouTube canceling a rewind this year. Does anyone have any idea why that might be? TikTok lives to dance another day. In case you're wondering, yeah, we are a live show, which is why I'm clicking frantically. <gasps> Where is the intro? I only have one rule in my class, and that is no fun. No joy or no smiling will be tolerated. No laughing or no chatting of any kind. Uh, so do not join us 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in the chat box, and do not troll me. LinkedIn accidentally overcharged 418,000 customers. This is from socialmediatoday.com. They reported LinkedIn has a significant error in its ad reporting, which has caused many LinkedIn advertisers to be overcharged over the last two years. This from LinkedIn. In August, our engineering team discovered and then subsequently fixed two measurement issues in our ads products that may have over-reported some sponsored content campaign metrics for impression and video views. You know what? I have felt over the last couple of years that LinkedIn is uh, not so great. Seemed a little expensive to me. The error, according to socialmediatoday.com, relates to campaigns that ran on iOS devices and was triggered when users rotated their phones to watch videos. When this occurred, LinkedIn's system counted these as additional video views. That, my friends, is what I like to refer to as a mistake. The, uh, they were then listed on the campaign metrics. So LinkedIn says these issues potentially impacted more than 418,000 customers over a two-plus-year period. More than 90% of customers saw an impact of less than 25 United States dollars. And we are currently working with all customers who were impacted to provide full credit to their accounts. Whose fault was it? You might be asking yourself, whose engineer in which cubicle, in which station made this particular mistake? How did they not see this coming? Well, uh, I would make the argument that this very uh, issue would be incredibly hard to solve, find, and you got to ask yourself, how many more of these things are lying in wait for us to discover later? And once they discovered this, was there a cover-up? Did they think, ooh, maybe we don't need to tell our 418,000 customers and just fix the problem and that's that? Or uh, would they fear jail time? And so they came clean. How many of these things never reach the light of day? Who knows? Back to the article. Moving forward, LinkedIn says that it's working with the Media Rating Council to conduct an audit of its metrics while it's also collaborating with Moat to improve its video measurement system. It's an embarrassing move for the company. A mistake, I should say. Um, so yeah, it begs the question, how many times have you overpaid for ads on social media platforms and had absolutely no idea? Do you really know where your ads are showing? We rely on these social media companies to give us accurate data. And that is obviously not always the case. So ouch, LinkedIn, that stings a bit. 
Facebook debuts Vanish Mode, also from socialmediatoday.com. Quote, it feels like this trend already happened, that disappearing messages already had their time with Snapchat back in 2012, but uh, evidently there's still more to be had. After adding disappearing messages for WhatsApp last week, which auto-erased after seven days, Facebook has announced a new vanish mode for Messenger, which will see messages disappear as soon as you leave the chat. Now, if you think that this provides you any kind of privacy at all, you are uh, obviously mistaken because uh, it doesn't. If someone wants to take a screenshot, um, they easily can. There is no such thing as a uh, private message uh, with these vanishing modes. So you can already set a timelet for your message to auto delete and messenger secret conversation options, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, apparently everybody wants to be able to delete things that they want to say. Turns out people actually really appreciate their privacy. If you're huge into privacy and happen to be a conservative parlor, maybe for you, if you're a liberal, you may find that the overwhelming conservative demographic on that particular platform, um, off-putting, uh, but parlor has grown from 500,000 to 4 million users in the last couple of months. So you should be aware of it. Should you buy Google and Facebook stock? Now, this one from CNBC.com. Quote, the firm on Thursday named Facebook, Google, Parent Alphabet, and Pinterest, this is Morgan Stanley, uh, as three stocks that will benefit from a 20% increase in online advertising next year. So basically, the number of cars on the road aren't, ain't what it used to be. So billboards, well, they already weren't what they used to be. And now they're even less what they used to be. Um, mailers are ridiculous. Why are we chopping down trees to send to people so they can throw things away? Ridiculous. Um, obviously, online marketing is the future. It is the present. So those stocks have underperformed this week as investors dumped growth tech names in favor of, favor of value, according to the article. As of Thursday's close, all were negative since Monday. So Quint Tatro, president of Jewel Financial, is quoted as saying two favorites out of three mentioned are Google and Facebook, he told CNBC Trading Nation on Thursday. These are companies with Teflon balance sheets. Facebook has zero debt. Google only has a little bit. So I don't know. I like to buy at the bottom, obviously, as is the uh, true of every stock investor, unless they're doing puts. And uh, so I think the bottom was March. Um, I think things have grown since then. I'm not as bullish. Um, I think uh, Google and Facebook are amazing companies. Um, I think they are, uh, like most humans or human-run companies, sinful. And they make many errors, which is to say that uh, is now the time for Google and Facebook stock purchasing. Obviously, you got to talk to your financial advisor to figure it out for yourself. Um, but I would have been much more interested if I could go back in time, March specifically. Twitter labels 300,000 tweets during the election. This from thehill.com. Twitter said Thursday that it labeled roughly 300,000 posts as containing content that was, quote, disputed and potentially misleading during a two-week period around the general election. I had uh, one of my YouTube ads banned uh, simply because I mentioned the word conservative in it, which is weird. Um, so back to the article, those tweets accounted for roughly 0.2% of all tweets related to the election in the period spanning October 27th to November 11th. So obviously a small percentage of tweets are being labeled as potentially misleading. 456 of those 300,000 tweets had interstitial labels placed on them that required users to click through to read the post. 
Roughly 74% of users who saw the flag tweets viewed them after the label was applied. So the uh, continuing labeling of information, it feels almost like we're in a classroom um, and it feels like Twitter and Facebook are, um, for lack of a better word, managing our communication. A lot of folks are very upset about this. I personally have never had a tweet flagged for anything because I'm not a big fan of Twitter, to be honest with you. I'm wondering how they're going to make money in the long term. Um, they've floated a subscription service many times, and uh, I don't really see the benefit there. So call me crazy, but I think Twitter's days long term are numbered. Um, I just don't think that uh, I think the president, uh, Trump, um, and a lot of the talking heads, newscasters, those sorts of people um, see benefit from it, celebrities see benefit from it. But, but man, there's a massive out migration to Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter feels a little antiquated, a little older, which is why um, it's behaving this way. Um, I go to the parks, the skate park sometimes with my daughter, and uh, the 11, 12, and 13-year-old kids, uh, mostly boys that are there, swear up a storm. I mean, these kids have, it's, it's bad. I'm like, whoa, the things they call each other, it's shocking. Um, and uh, I feel like that's link. That's not LinkedIn. That's Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, right? Like that sort of whatever laissez-faire, do whatever you want to do, Lord of the Flies kind of environment. And I feel like Twitter is like the 45-year-old dude sitting on the chair that he brought to the park who's kind of like, hey, don't say that. <laughs> like, uh, guys, you probably shouldn't do that. He doesn't speak up much. But from time to time, he's like, hey, guys, like, ease up on the F-bombs, okay? Um, and uh, that 45-year-old obviously is closer to death than the 11-year-old, if this makes any sense. Now, I think TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram will evolve into that more mature person in the room. Um, but they're older. They're getting older. So it just feels like Twitter is like a 45, 50-year-old person, um, just to kind of give you a, a metaphor to, uh, to chew on. YouTube's canceling Rewind this year. Can anyone possibly imagine why that might be? According to TheVerge.com, YouTube Rewind, the company's annual end-of-year tribute to creators, trends, and moments that define the platform, will not happen this year. The company issued a statement acknowledging that 2020 has been different. Different. Adding that it doesn't feel right to carry on as if it weren't. <sighs> this marks the first time Rewind won't happen since YouTube started the annual celebration in 2010. Although Rewind has become somewhat of a joke to the creator community in recent years, it became the most disliked video of all time in 2018. It's still a staple of YouTube's culture, and if people are just using it uh, to dunk on their own videos, whatever that means. To be fair, even CEO Susan uh, would Jicky? I should know how to pronounce her last name. I don't I have no idea. Admitted they're a little cringe-inducing. So uh, 2020 has been a dumpster fire. Uh, uh, slash nightmare. And so obviously this is the right move. YouTube canceling rewind. Uh, I don't blame them in the least. Um, I'm reminded of this, uh, this local cable company here in Las Vegas that is unable to post anything on their Facebook page that isn't just customer service. And the reason is because people hate them by and large. Uh, they hate their service and they just go there to vent about how much they hate uh, their service. So it's weird that they continue to even have a Facebook page because it's it's bad. Um, and I asked a gentleman uh, once, I said, can't you do any sort of like charity or we gave to this or puppies or like anything? Like we're volunteering, we're doing good stuff in the community. He's like, no, all of it backfires every time, always. Um, and so that's kind of a sobering uh, story from him. 
Anyway, YouTube is that large um, where it's the same thing for them. Like, it's going to backfire. They can't say, you know what, there are a lot of positive things about 2020. Like, the internet will eat them alive. Um, and so they're just opting out. So is that the right move to um, have a tremendous um, amount of power and uh, just go, you know what, there are too many people that know about us. They're going to be so negative that anything positive we could possibly say is not going to work. Is that the right move? Or are they just being sensitive to the fact that this year is an anomaly? And it's just, it's just been, you know how it's been. So TikTok lives to dance another day. Final article, CNBC.com. The U.S. government has given TikTok a stay of execution. The Commerce Department said Thursday it will abide by an October 30th temporary injunction that prevented the government from effectively shutting it down. Earlier this week, TikTok filed a petition in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit seeking clarity, blah, blah, blah. So basically, TikTok isn't dead quite yet. They are uh, just waiting for Biden to take office. They're obviously hoping that he does. President Trump was not a big fan of TikTok. Um, and so we've been reporting on this now for three months, four months, something like that. And, uh, uh, you know, and we're just going to have to hurry up and wait. Lanesha Kautzman in chat writes, can we get a YouTube fast forward? And the answer is no. I don't think YouTube has time machine technology quite yet, but one can hope. In summary, LinkedIn accidentally overcharged 418,000 customers. That to me isn't the biggest news story. I think the biggest news story is that you don't know how many other times this has happened and you don't know how many times the company has just decided not to tell you. Um, I wonder how many times Facebook, Twitter, you know, the major social media platforms have gone, oh, that's a mistake. And they just kind of cover up and then move right past it. Um, it's possible that it's never happened, but I think it's unlikely. Uh, LinkedIn, obviously, um, making a huge mistake here on what is, you know, a pretty complicated technical error. You know, the, the switching back and forth of uh, the screens on a certain device. I mean, that's hard. So I can't really blame them. But uh, the reality is that uh, it is embarrassing and bad for TikTok. I'm sorry for LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook debuting vanish mode, you know, all these social media platforms are all basically offering the same kind of service, which uh, is why I'm not surprised that Parler is taking off because how much different really are these social media platforms? The only thing you can see on the internet are words, videos, uh, photos, and sound. That's it. That's it. Um, so, you know, if you got the user base and the users uh, behave in a certain way, that's really... The only thing that's different is the way the users behave. So uh, Parler's conservative, Facebook's all over the place, Twitter behaves a certain way, they're starting to censor in different ways, TikTok's a certain demographic, Snapchat's a certain demographic, LinkedIn, you know, is like a, a resume site, everyone's acting as professional as they can, blah, blah, blah. So there you have it, you know, it's not surprising to me that they're all incorporating these same features because the features themselves are not that impressive. The, the vanishing text is not that impressive. It's just a question of how they want to change their different cultures. There you go. Should you buy Google and Facebook stock now? If you got a time machine, I think you should. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold. Twitter label is 300,000 tweets during the election. Uh, it's a small percent, 0.2% of all tweets, but it still does matter. And it just goes to show that Twitter will continue to censor things that they think are inappropriate. YouTube canceling Rewind this year? Of course they are. This year sucks. Uh, TikTok lives to dance another day. Uh, we'll continue continue to let you know the update there. All right, so 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time is when the live show is. You can catch us after the fact 
um, for all 118 glorious episodes of Marketing as a Foreign Language. If obviously you're into social media, you're a marketer, you're an entrepreneur, uh, this is the show where you get all of those sorts of updates on the daily, Monday through Friday. Um, help us with the algorithm, hit that like button, comment if you would, please helps to get the videos ranked. If you want to reach out to us personally, uh, info, info at senditrising.com. We'll get you there. You can give us a ring, 702-263-0141. And the podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes. We um, Heart Radio, which one is that one? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's class for today, everyone. Appreciate you all swinging by, and we will see you on Monday. Class dismissed.